I think the whole wide world is sick I think that love is the medicine So can I get a witness Have and keep our hands untied That is Hands United by Dustin Thomas. Hello, my name is Matt. This is 30 Days of Love, created by Amy Leo, with Intention Inspired. And today is day 20 of our 30-day loving journey. Today's intention is I am forgiving. I am forgiving, contributing to the future of humanity. So today, let us dive deep, dig into the piece of what forgiveness, what forgiveness really is. And we can do this by letting go of what forgiveness isn't. So here is Amy Leo sharing a little bit about what we're about to get into. Welcome back. Today's intention is something that's really fresh for me in my life. Today's intention is forgiveness. And I can't tell you how incredibly grateful I am to have at least a little inkling uh, to recognize separate realities and the truth of separate realities, that people truly do live in their own reality bubble. They have their own priorities. They have their own values. They behave based on what their thinking is, their viewpoints are. And it's really not personal. And that has been so helpful. I'm in the middle of planning a wedding and it is actually a cruise wedding and we're getting married in Santorini, Greece. Now, of course, this is not a traditional wedding. Usually people don't pay money or take a lot of time off work in order to go to a wedding. So the logistics are are different. And even so, I was really surprised. There were people in my life that I was really close to, well, you know, really close to since childhood, like favorite aunts that have traveled before, but they're not going. And even one of my best friends from college, I sent the invitation to her and didn't hear anything back for about seven to eight months. And I was even talking about, you know, inviting her to be a bridesmaid and and you know, reached out several times over those few months and 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 only recently heard back. And that was after like six or seven months that she she's not able to come. And it's so easy to take all of that personally, to make it about myself. Now, granted, it it is my wedding, but at the end of the day, I have to respect other people's priorities. I have to respect what's important, what's happening, and what's going on for these other people in my life. I I come across so many times where people will hold grudges over something like this, or family members won't talk to each other for decades, and it's over something even um, more minuscule than than this, than not attending a wedding or you know completely ignoring <laughs> the fact that I asked her to be a bridesmaid. Um, but it. But forgiveness is really something that becomes natural and common sense when you see the truth of separate realities. And I'm not coming at this from a Mother Teresa kind of view that, you know, oh, it makes me a good person, so I should just let all this go. It doesn't mean that you don't share, 
you know, what, what this feels like, or, um, just the fact that I'm just really surprised and disappointed. But as far as carrying it on and, and blaming and pointing fingers and taking it personally or as a sign that they don't care about me, it's really not a helpful line of thinking. It's, it, it can really lead to a real dark hole of emotions and can really sever the relationship. You know, certainly I'm not going to ruin my relationships with people in my life over them not going to the wedding. Now, some of you may hear that and, and what I'm talking about seems so foreign. How, how could I react so calmly? How could I still want these people in my life? But again, I, I really invite you to dig deep here in the going deeper section pardon the pun on words. And, and I really hope that you can see something new and fresh about the area of forgiveness. And most importantly, the, the truth, the truth, the truth of separate realities. And, and that it's very egoic to try to push my values and what's important to me onto other people who have their, their own lives entirely. So check it out. Wonderful checking it out thank you so much amy so let us prime the mind heart body soul with an affirmation for the day on the intention for giving so you can repeat out loud after me or in your head i am forgiving because i would have acted just as the other person did if I was them. Forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. Forgiveness is an act of kindness towards myself. I forgive because I deserve peace. I am forgiveness. Nice. Wow. So powerful words. Okay, let's dive deep. Grab your snorkel. We are going in with a deep dive with Amy Leo on forgiveness. It's about five minutes. Here we go. Before we dig any deeper, you likely have come across resources, professionals, and well-meaning friends who list all the reasons why you should forgive. I invite you to be kind and listen to yourself. It may not be possible for you to experience forgiveness at this moment, and that's okay. I'm not suggesting you force it. Contrary to our beliefs that equate quote-unquote, good people with the ability to forgive, you're not a bad person if you don't feel the inclination to forgive at this moment. You're just a human being. With that little caveat, let's get into exploring forgiveness. So forgiveness. Forgiveness is a funny concept if we really take the time to investigate it. I mean, forgiveness is a bit righteous, isn't it? In order for me to forgive you, I have had to have made a judgment about you in the first place. 
So I already think that I know better than you or I am better than you when I have judged your words or actions as bad or wrong before it even occurs to me to forgive you. Then I judge you again on whether or not you're worthy of my forgiveness or not. But what if forgiveness was as simple as going back to feeling the same way about you as I did before? What if forgiveness has nothing to do with being a pushover, weak, or naive. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't each be accountable for our actions or try to learn from our mistakes. What I am alluding to is that in general, people do the best they can given what options they think that they have in any given moment. So let me give an example. I'll never forget when I was working with a mentor who used to get beaten as a child so badly that she would get migraine headaches. When she was an adult, she asked her dad, Dad, why did you used to beat me up like that? And he replied in all earnest, what was I supposed to do? Now, I'm not saying it's okay to beat children. That's not the point of the story. What I am saying is that her father truly didn't see any other option for disciplining his children. The only option that looked viable was to hit them. Now, again, notice what's going on within you as I share this story and explain it further. It may be easy for you or me to see that it's not a helpful or appropriate way of disciplining children to beat them, to hit them. But, and this is a huge but, you, me, my mentor, my mentor's father have completely different life experiences, completely different brain patterns, and we've derived different meaning out of the different experiences that we've had. Meaning, we all truly and literally live in separate worlds, separate realities. When we start to catch on to the psychological innocence of others, it becomes way easier to understand, to drop our judgments, and to quote-unquote forgive. When we realize, when we see the truth of this deeply, again, beyond the intellectual idea of this, when we see that if we would have had the same life experiences and thought the same way about them, we would have acted, most likely, exactly the same way as the person we're struggling to forgive. When we see this, it can be incredibly humbling and freeing even. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean you favor or agree with the behavior that was enacted. Forgiveness means you're in favor of compassion, humility, and an understanding the intricacies of being human. In forgiving, you do contribute in some small way to the greater good, to the future of humanity. How many wars, violent acts, and divorces even, could be prevented if both parties were not engaged in reactivity, judgment, and led by emotion. If instead both parties acted with logic 
and understanding. Some schools of thought, like A Course in Miracles, purport that there's actually no guilt in anyone, that only love is real. Well, I'll leave that statement up to you for your further investigation. But in the meantime, for our micro-challenge today, we have a link to a pretty powerful story of forgiveness. And instead of going to the place where you imagine what life would be if you were this mother and how you would act, just listen instead. Can you pick up on the intelligence, on the logic of what the mother is saying about forgiveness? In this powerful story, a gentleman um, was just 14 when he was involved with the shooting of um, another another guy. And so now the victim's mother wants to extend her loving forgiveness despite the horrific incident that she experienced. So go ahead and listen to this. It's just a couple minutes. Of him lying in the street in the gutter bleeding to death with his brains spilled on the ground. What was the address of your emergency? In Thomasville. Somebody looked like they'd been shot in the head. He ran on the ground. People around said they heard a gunshot. I have my hand with form to um, count one involuntary manslaughter, a felony of the first degree. He didn't even see them when they shot him. That man wasn't bothering anybody or nothing. They had no reason to go out that night. I saw my son die. I knew he was not going to recover. I just don't think he could fully grasp like the whole reality of what really happened. These are children. What we want for them is not revenge. Revenge solves nothing. It will not bring back my son. We want to see if we can help them live a better adult life. Because you're going to have this guy sitting in jail for 20 years. He was 14 when he did it. So he's going to get out and going to still be a, a four-year-old, 14-year-old. Consider allowing our family to come visit you, to work with you, to help improve your education. And if I do, I want to tell you I'm sorry. This bitterness, I will not hold it. And I plan to be involved with your mother if she allows it. This is not love. These are people that care genuinely about you despite what you did. You have the opportunity from this day to go forward and make yourself a better person. You don't have that chance of death being paid. You can only see how to help them when you have forgiven, truly from your heart. Inspirational, super inspirational. All right, we're going to move on for the day to the science study that shows that the act of observing something changes the thing being observed. This is a study that has done, has uh, been proven in a number of studies. And um, it's, it's inspiring because it shows that our greatest chance for changing another person 
for changing ourselves or for changing the world is by observing our minds. Just another healthy inspirational reminder there from what the science shows. <clears throat> Our quote today is from one of those unknown sources who said, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Ooh, so true, so true. I would like to follow that up with a quote from Don Miguel Ruiz in his book, The Mastery of Love, who said, you must forgive those who hurt you, even if whatever they did to you is unforgivable in your mind. You will forgive them not because they deserve to be forgiven, but because you don't want to suffer and hurt yourself every time you remember what they did to you. It doesn't matter what others did to you. You're going to forgive them because you don't want to feel sick all the time. Forgiveness is for your own mental healing. You will forgive because you feel compassion for yourself. Forgiveness is an act of self-love. Mm. Okay, let's dive into the journal prompt. If you're up for it, you got your journal and notepad handy. Go ahead and bring to mind what holding on to resentments creates within yourself and within others and throughout humanity as a whole. In contrast, what benefits do you find that forgiveness offers you and other people and humanity as a whole? Perhaps you can start with exploring this question. Is there something you've been holding on to that you can forgive yourself for? Go ahead and hit, go ahead and hit pause if you'd like to journal on that for a little bit and um, explore that. Okay, so what came up for me was that forgiveness offers me the opportunity to obviously let go and move on from those unhealthy mental patterns that can just get just stuffy and um, out of reality, um, oftentimes when we dwell on them too long. Um, but primarily when I'm forgiving, when I'm in that state of forgiveness, my body softens into this into the parasympathetic parasympathetic state that is composed of calmness and it's really healthy for the body to be in that state most of the time <laughs> on the other hand when i'm not able to extend forgiveness my body tenses into the, the unhealthy sympathetic state um not that being in a sympathetic fight or flight state is unhealthy for what it is it serves a purpose sure but being in that state unnecessarily is toxic to the body so simply for this act of self-love on the physical plane for me forgiveness is always worth it <laughs> another wonderful reminder to always just be checking in with the body and perhaps notice where and when there are opportunities to soften into forgiveness. 
Good stuff. All right, we have a little farewell from Amy before we wrap up today's intentional session. So here is Amy. So this is kind of a controversial, hot topic. Forgiveness is something that's talked about a lot in psychology. It's talked about in spirituality. It's talked about in personal development. So have fun with this. Engage with the group in the comment section. Again, um, feel free to really explore this for yourself and and question, you know, what is this notion of forgiveness anyway, right? And and is it a little egocentric? Is that even a possibility? So I'll see you again tomorrow. Until next time, stay curious, take care, and keep rocking. Thank you so much, Amy, for another wonderful session. I am inspired today by how healthy it is to forgive. Forgive no matter what. Forgive myself, forgive others, forgive, 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 forgive. <laughs> Forgiveness is such a wonderful act of self-love and another great way to surrender to and love what simply is. <clears throat> That's what's up. So thank you for joining me today on this journey of forgiveness. Tomorrow, day 21 of this 30-day love journey, we will be exploring this intention of the one. Cool. So if you want to know what that's all about, I will see you tomorrow. Until then, have a wonderful, calming forgiving, loving day. And I will leave you with the song Hands United by Dustin Thomas. It's our only way forward I think the whole wide world is sick I think that love is the medicine So can I get a witness Have and keep our hands untied Have and keep our hands untied Have and keep our hands untied said Keep our hands untied. Heaven, keep our hands untied. Said, hands, hands, look at our hands. Hands, hands, the hands that build these walls, these walls. Hands, hands, look at our hands. The judgments and fears that have chained us to. This old cross I think we've forgotten something We should have never forgotten 
I think we left something behind I think it's our only way forward I think the whole wide world is sick I think that love is the medicine So can I get a witness? Heaven keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied said Heaven keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied said I think we left something behind I think it's our only way forward I think the whole wide world is sick I think that love is the medicine So can I get a witness? Heaven keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied said And keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied Heaven keep our hands untied 